Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast with Steve Gordon. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon, and we've got a great interview for you today. Uh, today, we are talking with Adam Lean, and Adam is a former accountant turned small business owner. And after starting his first business, things started off really great, and then they were not so great, and he felt stuck, and he had no plan. And he really had no one who could provide real help. And so 10 years later, Adam founded strategyscout.com, where he and his team of small business professionals really helped to give business owners a strategy to have a growing and more profitable business and, uh, and to really focus on what we all really want to do, which is work on our business rather than in our business. And he's going to tell us how to accomplish that today and in 30 minutes, no less. So Adam Lean, welcome to the Unstoppable CEO. Hey, thank you so much. I'm super pumped to be here. Yeah, it's going to be fun I, because this is such an important topic. I mean, folks get, get so trapped inside their business and, um, and we all want to get to a place where we're working on it. And, and uh, so I know you're going to share some great stuff with us today. Uh, before we get to, the, to all of that, I, I want to just give everyone some context um, about you and kind of what got you to this stage of, of your career. So, so how'd you get here? Give us, give us some background. Yeah. So like you said, I, I was an accountant after college, became an accountant and hated it. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, I really wanted to, to work in the business and, and get my hands dirty, so to speak, instead of just recording what happened, which is you know, what an accountant is supposed to do. Uh, so at night and on the weekends, I started my own business. And it, it was, this was back in 2006. I started an e-commerce store. Uh, and then within probably the first 18 months, I mean, it grew rapidly. I was doing within the first uh, yeah, 18 months, I was doing a quarter million dollars in sales. And then uh, within the first three years, it was about a half a million dollars in sales. And at that point, I was able to leave my day job and focus full time on this uh, because I feel like I was an entrepreneurial, small business person at heart. Um, I wasn't really cut out for the, the corporate world, so to speak. Uh, so I was really enjoying what I was doing. Sales were great. I enjoyed the autonomy and being on my own. But then things started not being so great. <laughs> Sales were still growing, but profit and cash flow was getting smaller and smaller every month. And of course, you know, the, the type of business I was in, e-commerce, it, it's a very competitive world. But the, the problem is I was working more and more in the business trying to just I just thought if I could work a little bit harder and spend, you know, instead of 60 hours this week, let me, let me work 65 hours this week just to, to see if I could turn this around. And the problem was I was spending all this time working uh, in the business on things that really didn't matter. And there's only just a handful of things that really matters for any business uh, in order to have a growing and more profitable business. And, and it all boils down to the fact that every single business has to work on just a few things, the most important things to have a, uh, to, to have more profit and have more cash flow. Cause at the end of the day, that's the whole point of having a business. Absolutely. And, uh, I think, I, I, a lot of us can relate to that there. I think we've all been through those times when, things seemed like they were going really, really well. And then, you know, circumstances change. And um, I think it's really difficult, particularly as you grow to, to maintain that profitability sometimes because the, the businesses, businesses become very different at different scales. And I'm, I'm sure you've seen that. So yep. um, 
you know, we, I think we can all relate to how that works. Um, so you, you, you went through that difficult process. Um, and, you know, our theme here is really around how do you stay unstoppable through that kind of stuff. So when you were approaching that, that difficulty, what did you do to continue to sort of press forward and, and stay persistent? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. And I, I think any business owner, entrepreneurial type person listening to this will, will agree that persistence is, is number one. I mean, if you want something, you have to just be persistent. <laughs> My problem was, is that I was, I really wanted to, to continue and, and, and uh, own my business and have a profitable business. I just didn't know what to do to turn things around. That's the problem. I tried turning to friends and family, and of course they wanted to help, but they, you know, really just weren't that big of a help because they're not business people. Um, you know, I tried turning to my bookkeeper even and uh, an accountant, and they were really of no help because their job was to record what happened in the past. They're not strategic thinkers. Uh, but really what turned things around was when I started creating a, a plan, a strategy, and focused on the, the few things that matter to have a more profitable business. So I, I literally started from, uh, from the, uh, the goal, which was having a profit, and then just sort of uh, figured out how to get there. So, so I built sort of a strategy on what are the things that I needed to do to get from point A to point B, you know, more profit. Uh, and then I made that, you know, a list. And of course I'm simplifying this, but I made this list and then I figured out, all right, what are the, the, the three or four things, the most important things that, that if I do them right now, we'll make everything else uh, either easier or, or, uh, or better. Uh, so what are the most important things that have to happen right now uh, to have a, you know, more profitable business. Um, and, it, and, you know, of course this, this happened over several year, uh, several years. Uh, it didn't get better overnight, but the, uh, but as soon as I started crafting a true strategy, a, a true plan of action uh, that actually focused on what matters is when things started turning around. It, for, for so many of us, you know, we've, we've probably had those moments where we sort of sat down and, and made those lists, but it, it sounds like beyond just having the list, you also had the, the perseverance to sort of stay the course. Um, you know, it's, I think it's really easy for particularly early in a change like that for people to get discouraged, like, and, and you just start grasping at straws. Um, did you go through a time when it was like that or, once you sort of laid out the strategy, you, you, you had enough confidence in it to know, well, I'm going to keep going and it may take me a little while before I begin to see the fruits of all of this. Well, I mean, there, there was a lot of trial and error. Um, I, I wanted to give up, give up a lot <laughs> uh, so many times, but I believed in what I was doing. And more importantly, I knew that I was meant to be a business owner. Uh, that's the thing. I, I knew I was meant to do this, go down this path. Uh, but you know, and what's interesting is I actually sold that first, that e-commerce store about five years ago. And I started consulting with other companies. And one thing that I noticed is I took for granted was the fact that I had this accounting background. So I understood the financials. I understood how to read an income statement, a balance sheet, and understand the stat, the state of my business. And most business owners 
uh, are, uh, they spend most of their time on the operations of the business instead of working on the business precisely because the reason why they got into the business in the first place is because they were an expert at a certain craft. So for example, a dentist starts a dental practice because that person's trained in dentistry. So naturally, when they get into business, they want to spend most of their time, and they're going to spend most of their time working on the operations of the business, you know, being a dentist. Same with, you know, a fitness expert starts a gym, you know, a marketing person starts an agency because these people are experts in their craft. And so they're not doing the things that really matter. They're not creating a, a strategy to help them uh, have a profitable business. Uh, because they're they're just not focused on it, um, and and you know according to the Small Business Administration, uh, over half, a little over half of all small businesses never see their fifth birthday. I mean, fifty percent of businesses fail before the first five years, uh, and it's because they just simply. I mean, there's there's several reasons why, but it all boils down to the fact that they didn't have a true strategy to help them focus on what matters most. Well, and I, I, that's as scary as that stat is, and um, I've, I've seen that as well. I think there's a, a, a bigger one, and, and it's got real implications for the people who are listening, and it's for everybody that makes it past that, right? And you're listening right now because you made it past that. What we see is that the majority of those businesses just stall out. They get to a point, and they just totally plateau, and it, there's no more growth. Um, and the problem with that is you, you <laughs> expenses do keep growing magically, right? Uh, without your intervention, but it's, uh, it's much harder to get the revenue growth. And so you got a lot of businesses out there too, that are just sort of stuck in this, this plateau. Um, and so I tell you what, I, I want to take a quick break and I want to come back. I want to talk about how you guide a business owner through getting out of being in the business and, and working on it so that they can create this profitability. So we'll be right back with more from Adam. Hi, this is Steve. I hope you're enjoying this interview. We've got more to come in a minute, but what I'd love for you to do right now is rate this podcast, leave us a review, rate us on iTunes. It'll really help others discover the podcast and help us help other CEOs, other business leaders become unstoppable. So if you go to unstoppableceo.net, forward slash iTunes. You can find instructions there and links that will take you right to where you need to go to review the podcast. Thanks so much. Now back to the interview. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve. And I'm talking with Adam Lean of strategyscout.com. And Adam, um, where we left off was um, the, the idea that there are an awful lot of businesses out there that aren't making it. And then there are others that are just sort of stuck. And it, if uh, if I could maybe kind of paraphrase your approach to this, you think a lot of that is due to the fact that the owner is trapped in the business and not spending enough time working on the business. Um, when you work with someone who's in that position, how do you begin taking them from there and, and moving them towards being able to work on the business and, and taking them to be able to build that profitable business that they really want? Yeah. So the, the, Really, the, the, the solution is to give that business owner who's incredibly busy a, a clear plan 
of action so that they know exactly what they need to work on. So, so the, I mean, if I have sort of three major steps that I bring every client through to help, to help give them that plan. Um, so the first step in understanding their, you know, and coming up with a strategy, you know, a plan of action is to really assess. The first step is to assess where the business is now. So we have to know, uh, you know, where, and the business owner has to get honest with themselves. Where is the, the business now? What state is, in the, is the business in? What financial state is the business in? What are the strengths? What are the weaknesses? What are the financial red flags? Uh, so the first things we do is actually truly do a assessment on, on the business and the financials uh, because we got to know what, what the problem areas are and, and, you know, a lot of businesses we talked about earlier that a lot of businesses fail for various reasons. Well, obviously one of the main reasons is because they simply ran out of cash and a lot of businesses run out of cash because of lack of profit. And that's either caused by, you know, not enough sales, uh, not enough margin in their product or service or, or uh, too much overhead, uh, you know, various reasons. But we assess and truly understand what are the, the problem areas? What are the red flags? Uh, and and also, what are the things the business is doing really well? So that's step one. No, you have you know we have to figure out where the business is now, and and we have to take off the rose colored glasses and help the business owner take off the rose colored glasses and truly look at their business. Um, and the, you know the second step is once we once we understand where the business is now, is then we sort of plan where the business owner wants their business to go. So we sort of do this in two different ways. We we set up, uh, we we set three to five year what we call big goals. Where does the business need to go based on the assessment that we just did? Where does it need to go? Like what are the the things that that have to happen for this business to survive? Um, and then we also establish twelve month financial goals. So you know, of course, the, at the end of the day the whole point of business is to make a profit, which is a financial number. So we've got to set financial goals to get there. And these are, uh, you know, for sales for gross profit. And by the way, we set goals and gross profit goals for every revenue stream in the business. So every, every product or department or division uh, or, you know, uh, service uh, that they offer, we set those sales and gross profits because a lot of times, you know, it, the sales is what most business owners think is the problem. And a lot of times it's not, they may not have a sales problem. What they may have is a margin problem. You know, I have a client in uh, that, that owns a uh, marketing agency and he, they're doing a little over 1.2 million in sales or they did last year. Uh, they were, they were sales were not the problem. Once I dug in and it, it's there, a couple of their services that they were offering, they had very, very little margin. So we took time and actually fixed those two things and their profit, uh, they, you know, went from a, a, a negative profit actually to a little over $220,000 in profit just from working on the margins. Um, so we, we established these goals, uh, the, the big year goals and the 12 month financial goals. And then the third step, the bit, you know, the third thing that we do to help uh, clients create a strategy is we take uh, their goals and where the business is now, and then we actually 
train the, the client, the business owner, to spot the most important things that have to happen right now, like this, this month or this quarter, to make sure that they're on track to meet their 12-month financial goals and their three to five-year big goals. Because that's the, the problem. Business owners are overwhelmed with so many things they have to do in their business that they're not focused. Uh, and so if you're going to spend time working on the business, you need to work on just the most important things that truly matter. And coming up with that is really difficult. It sounds easy to say, but coming up what really matters is difficult. And that honestly is the most important thing that we provide is helping the business owner understand what are the three to five things that has to happen right now. And then once the business gets good at that, then we even go a step further and say, what are the three to five things that your leadership team needs to do? And then what are the three to five things that each department needs to do? Uh, and then what are the three to five things that each person, every single person in your, in your business needs to do this week, this month, or this quarter, so that the entire business is on track to meet their goals? So really, it sounds like you're, you're, you're taking um, kind of this, this high-level view and, and sort of diagnosing what it's going to take to reach their goals, but then you're breaking that down into something that, that they, they can actually achieve within a period of time. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, you know, it, you know, it's like that, that uh, saying, how do you eat an elephant? <laughs> you take one bite at a time. And if you have a list a mile long of things that need to happen, nothing's going to get done. You've got to focus on, you know, what matters. There's a concept called objectives and key results, OKRs, uh, that I'm a huge fan of. And the, I, it, this exact same sort of concept, uh, businesses should focus on three to five objectives uh, in and, you know, major businesses use this to this day. Like Google, they started in 1999 using this concept. And every single quarter, they set new objectives of no more than five things. For, and they do it for, for the, the entire business. And then each division and each employee has to do their objectives. Um, and Amazon does this as well. So many other businesses do it uh, precisely because, you've, you know, you've got to focus on just the most important things. And you can't have more than five things on your list. In some, in some cases, you really just need to have one thing on your list. Make sure it gets done. Well, first of all, make sure it's the most important thing that needs to get done. And then make sure it gets done. And then move on to the second thing. And then the third thing. Yeah, and I, I think the, the, the key thing you said there is make sure it's the most important thing that needs to get done. Yeah. Um, you know, you can put a lot of things at the top of the list, but you know, some are worth more than others to you. Um, this is one of the areas where I think it's really valuable to have outside help. Um, I know over the years that, that that's one of the things that I've gotten a ton of benefit from is, um, you know, even though, you know, I, I, I built a business that was really successful and I'm building a second one and, um, you know, there are a lot of situations that I've seen, but it's just so valuable to have that outside set of eyes that's a little bit detached from the day-to-day -day reality to help you decide what really is most important and kind of question 
Like if you come up with an answer to, to uh, you know, the question of what, what's most important, you want somebody to question your answer. And I think uh, having that is, is really, really valuable, uh, which I, I imagine is what, what you help folks do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the key. You hit the nail on the head. We help businesses, business owners figure out the most important things to do because we'll look at things through a financial standpoint. Because again, at the end of the day, it's the, the whole point of a business is to, is to manufacture cash. <laughs> I mean, what you do with the cash is totally up to you. You could give it away. You can reinvest it in your business. You could save it for retirement. It doesn't matter, but the whole, that's the point of business is to, is to, have a business that produces cash for you. And so we look at we look at everything through the lens of how is this going to impact cash flow and how is this going to impact profit? And we'll help you figure out the most important things uh, that matter the most. Yeah, and uh, to me that um, that ability to discern what really is is the most important thing right now in the business because I think there's a there's a big time component to that too. Um, I, a mistake I see a lot of business owners getting into is they will they'll choose something that would be a really really good thing to do at the next stage of their business, you know, or yeah. you know three quarters from now after they've knocked down a couple of other things which really are prerequisites for it, and so you know, knowing what to do now, knowing what to do that's stage appropriate. Um, I mean, we see that in marketing all the time. We'll have people come to us and, you know, and they want to, you know, do like they see these other businesses doing where they're running all these kinds of ads and everything, but they've got none of the marketing infrastructure behind it. I'm like, well, that'd be great if you really want right. to give Mark Zuckerberg more money, Yeah, <laughs> but let's do something that's appropriate for you at this stage and have it. I think, Having somebody like you come in from the strategy side and look at the whole business and be able to say, you know, these are all really great ideas, but this is the one that you need to do now because if you do this one now, it's going to make all the rest of these so much easier when you get to them. Yeah, um, just I see a ton of value in that. Yeah, absolutely. So, as you're working with clients, what are some of the? I mean, without revealing names, I mean, what? Can you tell us about some of the transformations? Because I know for people listening, I, look, I, it's tough sometimes running a business and you're, you feel like sometimes you're trapped inside this thing you've built. Um, I think it'd be useful for people to hear about the transformation that some of, uh, some of the folks you've worked with have gone through so that they can see, hey, yeah, there is this path out there. Yeah. It's, I mean, for example, I have a client that owns a, uh, a uh, doctor. He's a doctor and he owns a, uh, a practice that has about 10 other doctors that work for him. Uh, and, you know, after a couple of months of us working together, you know, he, he said, you know, this is, he says, I'm a really good doctor, but it, I'm just not a good business owner. <laughs> uh, and because I was helping him sort of understand the financial side of his business and, and how uh, unhealthy his, his business was from a financial standpoint. You know, his goal is to help his clients get healthy, uh, but his business was was not at all. And his he just from the first 90 days of us working it together, he realized, you know, some of the things that he needs to change and do differently in his business so that he can have a healthier, uh, a financially healthier business. Um, and, you know, I had a, another client tell me that this is just, just us talking is very therapeutic because <laughs> a lot of times 
business owners have nobody to turn to that gets it. I mean, you know, a lot of business owners turn to their spouse, but uh, like, you know, I, I turn to my spouse all the time and want to talk business and she just, you know, rolls her eyes because she's not in that world day to day. And I just have nobody else to talk to. And, you know, you can't talk to your employees because they don't get it. Um, and, and, you know, you want some sort of strategic help. Uh, on, and, and that's, I mean, I, I feel like half of what we provide is just, just somebody to talk to that gets it. Um, you know, and, and that's what we do. We have workshops with uh, 12 up to no more than 12 business owners. And for four weeks, we, uh, we help every single person in the, in the group create a strategy, but you have, you know, 11 other people to bounce ideas off of and, to, and to affirm you. And, and, uh, and of course the instructor as well is there to help make sure your strategy is on, uh, on track, on the right track. Yeah. yeah and, ha and having that dynamic in the room, um, having been through processes like that in the past, it can be really powerful. Um, even beyond the, the person that's leading it, um, just being able to put something out there in front of other business owners who have diverse experience and, and getting, you know, getting the, the feedback from them, not, not so much, what I've always valued about that is not so much a, you know, telling me, yeah, I'm on the right track or, or, or no, that's crazy. But it's, it's hearing when I communicate it, hearing what they hear. Yeah. That usually tells me a totally. lot about how clear I am about what I'm trying to communicate or even my own thinking, you know, if, because if I can sit in a room with other experienced business owners and they don't know what the heck I'm talking about, I know that the idea is, <laughs> you know, right. Totally. hundred percent agree with you. Yeah, that's awesome. It sounds like you guys have really created a great environment for that. So um, it, before we kind of wrap up, I know we're getting a little bit tight on time, but um, is, there, is there anything else that you want to share with the folks listening that, uh, you know, in terms of a, a thing they should be looking at in their business or, or maybe a first step that they, they need to take to kind of head down this path? I mean, I would say that anybody listening that owns a business that just – as, as uncomfortable as it may be, just get familiar with your financials. And, and a lot of people make the financials more complicated than it really is, but just go get your, you know, get your income statement for the, through in QuickBooks or whatever, ask your bookkeeper accountant and get it, your income statement for the past 12 months in an Excel spreadsheet, just one column per month for the tw past 12 or, you know, or even 24 months. Uh, and then just, understand and just look at the trends, see what's going up, what's going down. Um, another trick also is to take all your expenses and convert them into a percentage of sales. That way you can measure apples to apples. So for example, if payroll one month went from 14% uh, of sales and the next month it went to 30% of sales, then that's a major red flag. Your payroll went up by double based on your sales. And, and it's really easy to spot something like that when it's a percentage. Um, it's hard to spot when it's a dollar amount. Uh, but just get really, just start looking at your financials to see where your business is now. If there are maybe a, a handful, a short list sort of, of, of things that folks should look for in their financials beyond um, the ones you've just mentioned. Is there anything in particular that you tend to point business owners to? Um, so, it, I mean, it, 
it really, um, it all boils down to what is impacting your cash flow. So, you know, there, there's, you know, a lot of people say, you know, look, let's look at your sales, which is fine and all. But again, you have to look at your sales in context of how that's affecting your cash flow. If you bring in a million dollars in sales, but you give out in expenses $999,000, then you've only added $1,000 to your cash flow for the, for the year. It's not really great. I mean, uh, and so you have to know what is impacting your cash flow. Uh, so I would say, you know, in addition to the exercise I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, make a list of where your cash is coming from and where it's going. Now, one of the big, there, you know, one of the big um, contributors to cash flow obviously is profit, but then also accounts receivable. If you're not collecting on the, you know, the the sale that you've made, then you've made sales and you've made profit, but you have zero cash flow because you haven't gotten it from the customer. Um, and you know, businesses close every day that are profitable, but they just did not, they just ran out of cash. Uh, so you've got to look at everything in the lens of cash flow. So know where your cash is going. Yeah, that's critical. Um, so a quote from uh, a guy that, that, um, ran Vistage, which is a CEO uh, peer group, and uh, he owned the the Florida region for that. And he used to say, uh, "Cash ain't cash unless it's cash." Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, love it. And you know, because people will people will think, "Well, I've got cash in my line of credit, and I've got cash over here." And he was like, "No." And that was actually some of the best advice um, I heard that for the first time before. Uh, going into the 2007 through 2010 little uh, adventure we all had in the economy. And, uh, yeah. and that was some of the best advice that, that I'd ever had uh, during that time. So yeah, uh, absolutely. Adam, uh, this has been great. And uh, you guys, I know you guys are doing great work uh, with your clients. If somebody is listening to this and they're thinking, gosh, I really, I want to be working on my business more. I need to, to find out more about this. Where can they go and, and learn more about what you're doing? Yeah, so our website is strategyscout.com. And I actually created a special page for you guys called strategyscout.com slash unstoppable CEO. And there's on that page is a, uh, a, the, my nine steps uh, to creating a strategy. So you can see the roadmap that we take to create a strategy for each of our clients. Uh, so the, uh, the nine steps. And there's also a link if anybody wants to just get on a 15 minute phone call. I'd love to talk uh, to business owners. So feel free to jump on my counter and we'll, we'll uh, get on a call. Awesome. That's strategyscout.com slash unstoppable CEO. You got we'll it. Yeah. We'll link that up in the, uh, in the show notes. So if you're driving, don't try and write it down, <laughs> come find this episode and we'll, uh, we'll have it linked up there for you. Um, and, uh, Adam, thanks again for, for, uh, coming in and investing a little bit of time with me. This has been a lot of fun. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. This episode of the Unstoppable CEO podcast is sponsored by the Unstoppable Agency. That is the agency part of our business where we work with professional service firms and create a done-for-you marketing program. And what that looks like is we actually sit down with you. We 
come together and define your ideal client with you. We go build a list of those people and then we begin reaching out to them on your behalf to book them as guests on your podcast. We call it podcast prospecting and it's a fantastic way to connect with potential clients and influencers that can refer you and it's end-to-end a done-for-you system. And so if that's something that you think might be the right fit for your business, go to our website, go to unstoppableceo.net. You can uh, find there on the homepage a link to a video presentation that explains how it all works. And if you'd like, let's get together and have a quick 20-minute conversation and see if we're a fit. Again, that's at unstoppableceo.net. Right on the homepage, look for a link to the video that explains how it all works.